0: drive time. Blake Murphy bananas got frozen into his uh, into his ice again.
1: You're more than welcome to bring us back from break. Um, but yeah, I know I got uh, all tangled up in my headphones. Um, I, I want to
0: I know we don't have Grange just yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about something. So a friend of mine Samson Folk of Raptors Republic. Uh, he <laughs> shared on Twitter just now that he got an email from someone with the subject line big fan and then inside the email, it was just roasting him, like, relentlessly, like, <laughs> making fun of him. Um, I don't know. I have a question off it. I just think it's really funny, and people will get a kick out of it at 6 p.m. On, on their Friday. Uh, uh, yeah. What a great way to – like, because, like, if the subject line was mean, I maybe don't <laughs> click course. it, right? Well, I 100%. do, but most people don't. Um, yeah, the big fan it has the only subject line. Whoever sent that, great work.
1: Uh, um, also, I love trolling Samson, so whoever that was, double good work. Uh, I uh, – it's it's maybe not uh quite related although it made me laugh that yesterday m- my youngest son four year old he roasted me nicely like I I I said something that I guess like he was common knowledge or maybe was part of the discussion earlier and he said I already said that bozo <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is
1: like there are there are like little clean phrases that I use to roast my children bozo's not one of them and like bozo the clown well before His time, I don't know where he got Bozo from, but like, I don't know if I reacted in the right way. I was howling like there is nothing funnier than a four-year-old organically calling you Bozo. No, that's really good. Bozo's a (laughs) Bozo's a really good chirp. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, yeah, we're hooking up with uh, Michael Grant here in in mere moments. Uh, Raptors with two more games to go on this legendary, historic, franchise-altering seven-game Never road ending. trip. <laughs> well, that part of it is true. Who, is it
0: Valcor? Is, is that the is that the guy in the never-ending
1: story? I don't know. Never seen it. Mm. Uh, sorry. Um, but yeah, they've they played five games of the historic seven-game road trip. And they won two of them. So honestly, like, and tonight is, you kept talking about how the Rockets are just extremely beatable, which, yeah, they are. Red hot, though. <laughs> um, but yeah, you win this game, And you're like at worst coming out of this thing with a three and four record. This is
0: the problem though. They're 10 and 12 (laughs) over their last 22, right? Like they are, they're doing, luckily it hasn't caught them in the standings yet because they're still at like the bottom of the second tier. Mm hmm. And of lottery teams, I mean, and they're only two and a half away from the magic. They're, they're absolutely not catching Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, who they're eight games ahead of. Charlotte's fourth in lottery standings, Raptors, eight games ahead of them. That's um, Orlando's really the only team you can catch. It's about fending off the Indiana, Oklahoma City, Chicago group. Um, but somehow the Raptors going 10 and 12 in this parody fueled era.
1: They haven't lost ground. No, they haven't. To people in the lottery standings, if that's where your eyes are. Oh it is and it should be and it it doesn't matter if you think there are good pieces here and like some of the players that weren't playing well earlier are now playing and yeah yeah it the 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 die is cast okay they have too many important pending free agents to just Ride along and then redo this thing in 2023-24. Something's going to happen before Thursday. It might not be earth-shaking. It might just be like Gary Trent Jr., which is like pretty earth-shattering. I yeah. mean, it's a very good, almost 20-point game starting player, yeah. But that's... I think we can all agree that the core of this team is Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, and OG Ananobi, and then Fred VanVleet is the next one. And then if you had to go one more, it would be Gary Trent Jr. Uh, maybe even precious, just because of the years sure. of control
0: and age and everything like that. But yeah, I mean, Gary Trent Junior averages nineteen points a game, and shoots almost forty mm. percent on threes. Like, yeah, there's a reason. This is the thing: is there's there's a reason that he's in a in trade talks from the perspective of well, things haven't worked for the Raptors, but it's also because
1: a lot of teams would love to have a guy like Gary Trent Junior on their team. So. You, you trade Gary Trent Jr. Maybe he's the only guy you move and you say, man, we're just going to have a tough time replacing what Fred Van V... Uh, Fred Van Vliet brings to this team, not just with the shooting that he is reemerged emerged with uh, after a little lull during the course of the season, but just like the overall Fred thing. Like, we need a Fred Van Vliet. So we're going to... Even though it's going to hurt financially, we're going to re-sign him in the offseason. And, and here's the thing. I know that... I know that it's not as simple as how well a guy
0: plays. And for some fans, once you kind of go down a path with an opinion, that's that's what it is. The discussion around some of this stuff has been bizarre to me to where like it, it's not enough to say, hey, maybe the Raptors would be better trading Fred Van Fleet." It's like, no, he's bad and actively hurts the team. And I don't want to give oxygen to bad takes, but I do want to point out that, first of all, if you're using field goal percentage as your stat of choice for a sub-six-foot point guard who takes most of his shots from the three-point line and gets to the free-throw line a bunch, we're not having a conversation. Field mm-hmm. goal percentage does not tell us enough. Um, he's back to 34.5% on threes. That's not where he needs to be, but it's getting there. Well, it's um, trending up.
1: I mean, it was low 30s not that long also, ago.
0: Also, you want to know why since January 6th, the Raptors have been a top-10 half-court offense, even though Pascal Siakam's had his best stre- or his worst stretch of the season? hmm because Fred VanVleet has started scoring very well and him and Scotty Barnes have found a really good pick and roll chemistry that yeah, Scotty Barnes gets a bunch of the credit for that as well. He started being a, a really good roll man and screen setter. Um, but when you have a pick and roll point guard and you actually start to run pick and rolls, things start to look a little better. I'm not. I'm not saying any of this to say that he shouldn't be traded if the right deal comes along or anything like that. Just yeah. the conversation. I'll be very happy when Thursday passes because of where the conversation has gone. Sometimes where, um, you know, Fred trash, OG trash, Gary trash, <laughs> got to trade them
1: all for a 4% shot at a guy who will call trash in two years. Uh, <laughs> what I was going to ask you is what this team does with the players. It has after the deadline, if the goal is clearly tanking, but we have Michael Grange right now. So we'll, maybe we'll lead up to that. Uh, Grange is in Houston. getting ready. Raptors, Rockets. Uh, tonight, how's it going, Michael?
2: It's going well. It's
1: going well. How are my boys? We're good. Uh, I, uh, you, you sound yeah like you're you're the the father figure to to us, and I, I appreciate that when you call us your boys. Um, Bozos. <laughs> Bozos. Good. I'm glad you're listening. Um, the Kyrie news feels like it's reverberating across uh, every element of of the NBA conversation right now. And we couldn't help but, but spin it in a Raptors direction, which might not be that hard. Like, do you, How do you think it impacts what the Raptors do before Thursday if Kyrie is, in fact, moved?
2: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, the, uh, It depends if Kyrie's moved, depends where he's moved. I think if he's adamant about going to L.A. to the extent L.A. was or is an option... For Fred or Fred and Gary or something like that, I imagine that would be off the table. Um, you know, I think of the LA teams, the Clippers has sort of been more closely linked to Fred. And I don't know, would, 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 if you're the Clippers and Steve Ballmer, would you rather, you know, use your assets to get Fred Ryan lead or Kyrie Irving? I'm not sure. Um, I think there's a market for more than one really, really good point guard among the best teams or the sort of champion aspirants. So I don't think it automatically um, cuts the Raptors' bargaining position if if that's kind of one side of it. But it's just, it's it's muddled. Like it becomes, you know, it could go from, you know, fairly routine, and somebody may takes a risk kind of a risk with Kyrie Irving, and it's kind of an underwhelming return because of all the baggage. To you know, all of a sudden, Kevin Durant's getting traded, and the whole market is sideways. So, uh, you know, I think it'd be pretty foolish of me to try and predict uh, or suggest what would happen. But I mean, you can let your run your mind run, run wild. and, You know, almost everything is plausible at this point.
0: Yeah, I certainly will let my mind run wild. I laid out a three-team, like, like fourteen-player, four-pick trade earlier. Um, as I as I fire up my trade machine of choice, uh, Grange, from one bozo to another about another. Um, you're in Houston right now. What would you think of like if the Nets got really tired of this? Kyrie doesn't have a no-trade clause. Could they just shoot them wherever? Like, like how much do you think teams would be willing to if they're being? We lost them. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> You could have continued, like, trading him to Houston. Is that that where you're you're going? Now, there's not a – like, Houston wouldn't have much use for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's hard to see a scenario where, like, you pay Houston to do it. But I just – I wonder where the point is where they're so frustrated dude, with this whole thing that they just shoot him to Houston or Utah. Or well, something.
1: put your mind in Joe size like, put yourself in Joe size's position and, and what you've gone right. through I'm over the – Like, your, billions of dollars. Yeah, that's right. And, and it doesn't matter to you. Look at the haircut on this guy. Oh, yeah. J.D. Bunk is here. He's going to come in studio uh, later on in this hour. But, no, you have billions of dollars and nothing matters to you, right? Like – You can uh, you can do whatever you want with your sports franchise. You can you can major league it where you intentionally try to lose year after year after year. And yeah, sure. Some people will be angry and eventually, you know, the league might step in. But you can do whatever you want. Like you're more powerful than anybody.
0: Here's what here's what I think. I if I were like really upset, I'd call Utah up and I say, look, uh, we know you're fond of Mike Conley. We know he's. he didn't want to go in there in the first place, but he's, you know, he's played ball. He's been a, a great guy, and he would love to be in a winning situation this late in his career. And you guys would actually prefer to not win that many games now that you're kind of sliding out of the playoff spot. Would you take Kyrie for Mike Conley and then save a little bit of money buying him out? Dude. You get something back for him, but you also stick it to Kyrie Um, or maybe you don't buy him out. Maybe that's a condition of it. So he can't go sign somewhere else for the minimum. You just, Hey, you're in Utah now and your contracts, your contract, you're the one who was just saying uh, to Sean leaking to Shams that you think you're the caliber of player who shouldn't have conditions on his contract. Well, guess what? You don't have a no trade condition on yours. Play it out in Utah. or Sacrifice your $11 million the rest of the way. Well,
1: I mean you, you lay that out and I don't think that's all I don't think
0: that's no, all that realistic. I'm saying you, but we went full spiteful, like yeah. And it wouldn't be the first time in NBA history that someone has let spite or ego get the better of them.
1: Well, and okay, and we talked earlier about the Dallas Mavericks and how the, the clock is sort of a Team, ticking by on, on Lukin Doncic. Like, like
0: had Mark Cuban circling DeAndre Jordan's house because the Clippers had kidnapped him, like yeah. this is not out of the NBA canon here.
1: Okay but but Luka Doncic is a young player and and still has lots of runway ahead of him, mm-hmm. um, and they've failed time and time again to build around him, and sure, there's a desperation in that regard. Nobody's as desperate as the Lakers, right? Like, Lakers are the team that you could see not only figuring out, and it wouldn't be a one, it, it would have to in, include at least a third team, but trading for Kyrie Irving, and then, under the gun, extending him. Like, outside of the Lakers, though, who's crazy enough to give in to what Kyrie... Irving's demands are. I think
0: Dallas's. Um, I don't know enough about Phoenix's new ownership other than that everyone I've talked to around the league thinks that Phoenix, if this sale is all like everything's signed and dried by Thursday, Phoenix figures to be aggressive because they want to make a splash on a new ownership. They think that they can turn that market into not a glamour market, but the combination of tax and weather and that a lot of players make their offseason homes on the West Coast um, can do something with that team that that hasn't been done uh, in the past, what are you guys doing? I don't know. He's too distracting.
1: We'll, why don't we take a break and then come back with JD
0: well, Bunkus for the, the rest break. of the Be show?
3: Professional, I'm just sitting here. Like, I, just <laughs> tra-
0: I,
1: I like I'm trying
3: you to answer your in?
1: question. I did invite
0: you in. I thought yeah. you could come in and join us early. What I don't under- try to distract. All what Isaiah I don't is understand is I'm, I'm trying to answer Ben's question and he's just like he's got the big hard eyes yeah. on his face. He's giggling at true. you. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on? Am I talking to nobody? It's
3: nice to see, bros. That's all. Yeah, it's yeah. just like guys That's are a really happy. Good he, he is thanks, fresh buddy. to
1: death. Yeah, he got got it cut today. I imagine.
3: No, 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 not today. Come on, you, hair never looks as good day one. Not this really? is he a was couple th- days later. Yeah, you know, it like, doesn't
0: th- look the best day one. And also, yeah.
3: the, best day bar- three. the
1: best barbers are not the best stylists. Everyone styles their own hair
3: a little oh, better. Yeah, I
0: think
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't let my my barber style my hair. What about you?
3: Oh, always. Every single time. Well,
1: yeah, you pay enough that yeah. Honestly, if he's not styling your hair, actually, you're you're maybe looking for a
3: discount. I actually have a question for you guys about this. So, okay. I hope he's not listening <laughs> because he's t- he's prone. Sometimes he catches it. Although he Is always. Is it about McKee? No, this okay. is about the, uh, about, I'm not Going to say barber, he's a hairdresser, okay. alright like, <laughs> He's a hairdresser, alright He's not a barber, uh, he's a cool guy, he's a good Guy, really like him, you're uh, so worried About the dentist thing happening again? Yeah, yeah, pretty Much, <laughs> well he does tune in, but he always Screws up what time I'm on and what I do and What show I do, you, I'm sure you guys get all that All the time, right? Yeah, people go like, oh yeah, I listen To your show, and you go, oh thank you, my
1: sister Texts yeah. me like incessantly between Five and seven, I was like, there's two hours of the 24 yeah. that are in a day in yeah. which I'm Doing a radio show, like no, let's, but-
3: let's let's try and keep it keep it clean but he definitely follows some of my stuff but it's definitely not like he's a big fan which is preferable because if he was i don't think that i'd be able to do this yeah right like the relationship is literally the maximum that it could be for me to get my hair cut by this person where it's like they know what i do they've heard a little bit of my stuff they enjoy conversations with me but there's no like what's this person like or what's this like those conversations right you always end up at, like, a bachelor party or a boys' weekend with strangers, and there's always, like, one guy mm. who ruins it for you if you do this for a living, because they go, like, what's Bob McCallum like? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. He never talked to me. <laughs> like, you know? It's, there's always one guy like that. But my hairdresser, uh-huh. good guy. Like I said, uh-huh. I like him. Uh-huh. Styles my hair. I let him do it. It's all good. But... He put in, he's actually the one person on the planet getting screwed with the new tip buttons. How's that? So, so you know how everybody hates, including me? I've had many a diatribe.
1: Oh, the new percentage that
3: they're like adding, like 25? Yeah, okay, hear me out. Everybody now Like you go and buy a cupcake in this city, which I do, by the way. Just that's all we noticed. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Rude. Someone didn't see your Instagram story on Royal
0: Rumble Saturday. Yeah, let's
3: get ripped by. Let's get jacked again. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Follow me on Instagram. So, (laughs) I I hate those tip menus because everybody has them now, right? Everyone so undeserving. Someone hands you a coffee now. And they're like, I want to. Here's your two dollar coffee. I had like two dollars bonus for handing you this coffee that I poured into a cup. I'm like, no, absolutely not. We've gone way too far with this. Like everything, even the most criminal one is actually at music festivals, music shows, 100%. and well, uh, sporting events. Sporting events, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. If,
1: if someone's bringing you a beer, yeah. like in your seat, See, that's tip worthy. Oh,
3: for sure. Bring obviously. it to the seat, obviously. But you
1: even know, even with the overpriced beer, like you're beer. not rebelling against the price of the beer. You know the situation going into it. It's but unreal. when you go and serve yourself, like. Like you're yes. just standing. 100%. You're waiting in line for 10 minutes and then you get to the front, and then it's for some reason uh, tip worthy that, again, yeah, oh, you just poured 100%. a beer into a cup.
3: Blake and I have been to shows together. You and I have been to sporting events together. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been to sports with Blake too. But. It's always tricky. It's tough when you just want to be like, I'll buy a round because the person gets the next one. But whoever ends up buying the extra round is like out an extra like $58 because of that stupid tip. menu. like you got to play the game tight and right so that everybody's fair. Because it's actually so bad that you as a person accepting that last round of drinks, like you don't feel good about this because you know the amount of money that the person's out. Yeah. So
0: my solution to this had been yeah, this is... One, the last remaining argument in favor of using cash,
3: cash, cash is king, baby.
0: I was at a venue on I'm the, the weekend. cash guy, cashless music venue on the weekend.
1: Yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, that's, that's not yeah. fair. Yeah. So, so Rogers I, Center is cashless already. Dude, this started with pennies. Yeah.
0: I, right? I was I blame thinking that more bar.
1: music and bar yeah. bar like
0: so, at the at the ballgame. I
3: don't know. So in my long winded way. <laughs> Where I'm going with this is that normally you don't tip Francois anymore. No, now uh, no, I tip him. Come on, somebody gives you a haircut—that's a real service, yes, of course, right? Of like course. that's a real service. Ennis and I were talking about this when he moved. I'm like, yo, you got to tip your movers big because the movers are doing a real service, and he did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I came yes? through large. Yeah, he did. I that the smiling faces I, uh, I got in return. Well hell worth yeah, it. hell yeah, brother. You tip those <laughs> movers because those movers deserved it. Yeah, Hair, hairdresser, barber deserves a real tip. Ice that, maker. Uh, <laughs> they put in the effort and this guy's there look at the details on this hair mm-hmm. you know like Here, here's the other thing
0: for anyone who goes to a barber or hairdresser or whatever ask them if they prefer you use the tip machine or because some no but this is my dilemma so, so what i'll do is and i haven't done this lately because uh my person went to a new shop where they handle this better but yeah. previously um that is like that goes on to your your
3: statement, right? Like Blakey, the computer, you're going, you're going right into the, the computer
0: knows that you got tipped that amount. It's a pay with debit or credit or whatever tipping
3: cash, like, you know, exactly where this is going. I always tipped them 20 bucks, which I know is like, people will say that's an aggressive tip. Look at the results. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Good job, Blake. Uh, <laughs> Holland knows it. He's like, he's a big smile. He's uh, like, hell yeah, bunk. You're looking fresh, dog. Uh, okay, so uh-huh. I used to always send him 20 bucks, but I'm so used to just, like, tapping the button mm-hmm. that I did it again. And I think I've done this a couple of times in a row where I just hit the percentage button. But the percentage button is only, like, a $13, $14 tip mm-hmm. at the max. So I, t- I pressed the max button, which in theory is, like, that's a good tip. But now he's getting less. You don't see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he but now you're giving him twenty bucks? No, I'm giving him less because I'm not doing
1: cash. Because I'm so
0: used to it
3: that I'm pressing the button and now I feel like a scumbag. And he's gonna
0: get taxed on that.
3: That, I feel like a scumbag. I'm basically saying I apologize to Rob. Like it just it's not good. Well, yeah, I I think most
1: of those, if not all of the machines, also have a like other amount. I know. I uh,
3: yeah, of course they do. But man, when you're in the transactional phase, yeah. right? We've already talked. The end game. Yeah, Dude, the we've trans, already been yeah. speaking for 35 minutes. You know, we max out our conversation every time.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you can't. You just like you know. Once we shut, shut it get, down for a bit, hey, no, I'm concentrating no, on the machine here. No, we what? can. <laughs>
3: So what's once, once he and I start we do the same beats every time. Talk about PGA Tour. He loves what? golf. Yeah, he's a huge golf guy.
1: Dude, I didn't realize you had the, you were this well versed in like PGA Tour conversation. I'm a
3: professional broadcaster <laughs> yeah. in Kick. sports, all right? Sorry, You can't just put right. stuff back. So, we talk a little F1, mm-hmm. right? Okay. He's a big F1 guy.
1: Okay. I need to hear these now. We talk you a little re- bit of politics. Next yeah, we
3: talk a little politics, right? We <laughs> don't got, record that far. Hey, no, it's not good. It's <laughs> Hey, guess what? We're displeased. <laughs> 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 We're not uh, stoked on the way things go. We're not there like, you know who's doing great? <laughs> and then we hit stuff like, crypto you know, Oh like my goodness! I know I know it's tough and by the time and
1: that's with just pressing the button like if you go bro, other amount yeah, what are the depths of the conversation
3: you want to really scroll over tip with crypto <laughs> no dude if I go we're, we're on the way back up <laughs> if, if I extend it by another 45 seconds it's uh-huh. it's trouble town you know like uh-huh. I gotta get out. you hit, see that button option it is just like mm. manna from heaven right like it's just like goodbye time's over like let's get out of here uh Plus, that's like the longest I'll ever go now without being on my phone is when I get my haircut. It's like 35, 40 oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. By check the time in. I'm done, I'm scratching my neck like phone. I <laughs> where's where's the juice <laughs> for my phone? I need to look at so that screen.
0: I I feel opposite of you <laughs> that I am I on my don't
3: phone. Looked at it now. I'm, I'm
0: like, off oh. my phone during yeah. that, and like it's almost like like it's ASMR. Like I'm so relaxed and like ready to just have
3: a nap. You're I'm like a different breed, though, bro. Know, you're smarter. You're on a different plane than most of us. I don't like,
0: think it has anything to do with that. I just, like, no longer know how to relax. And then it's like, okay, I'm in the chair. 100%. Yeah, and I, yeah. if, I, 100%. if I move at all, I could get cut. Yeah, there's, you know, the straight razors out. Mm -hmm. The I don't want the back of my head as it gets fatter and fatter. I don't want that line messed up. It'll look (laughs) even worse. The Kevin Owens comparison will get worse and worse.
3: Yeah, Uh, yeah, I just sink in. You know, Ben, his neck hair, like that's his biggest fight with his wife. Is like she won't cut it all time. Well, no, she
1: will. No, she, she, she would
3: definitely prefer. Do you think you'll ever get to a point where your wife cuts your hair? I feel like your Cut wife cuts my, your hair, guy, no, like no. in waiting. Well, I mean, she's trimmed the sideburns for sure, but what I was going to say is <laughs> yeah, is my guy... Like, bit by bit, you know? My like, guy, Umberto,
1: like, yeah. he understands what's going on up here that he is very attentive and will call me out on it. it will be yeah. like, who's been touching your hair? Like, what's going on here? Who's... you? Somebody altered he's what I've done. In?
3: Oh, buddy. Yeah, yeah when you work actually, with this canvas, yeah, yeah. no, obviously. That he, is a real thing, though, is... Yeah, it's not just a Seinfeld episode. Well, no, it's true. I had the... Oh, I forgot that's a Seinfeld episode. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that during the pandy, uh, I got... We're not doing that. Yeah. During the pandy, pandy. I got a haircut. It wasn't good. (laughs) It was a bad haircut. It was a desperation cut, and it was in my mom's hometown of (laughs) Armprior. And it was like my brother's Uh ex-girlfriend. And... She was miserable at it. I've never gotten a worse haircut. (laughs) Hold on, your brother's ex girlfriend. I mean, might have been the No man, she's sweetheart, but (laughs) she was cutting my hair, and it was one of those things like where she's when she's doing it, you're like. You're going to, like, this is going to be some weird reveal at the end where <laughs> <laughs> you do, like, a quick swoosh move and yeah. this all gets fixed, right? No, it was not. I left there. And I was like, uh, and then we had family photos. That's why I got it done. <laughs> and my mom even, like, my whole family was just roasting me, being like, what the hell did she do to you? And she's like, oh, she's good with women's hair. I was like, all right, yeah, sure. It was hair. Anyway, when I went, after I grew it out, like, a month or two later, I went to my main guy. You knew. Immediately. Of course. He was like, who did they this? They know. They I know. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> In a month of growing out. He's they like, Di, I didn't do that to you. This is, all, this is all wrong. He knew. That's why I was like, this is my guy forever.
1: Yep. Yeah. This is an Enzo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they know. Enzo. You guys Umberto? Yeah, my guy's Umberto. Yeah.
3: I think my, my, my guy's Roberto. Yeah. You got to have the O at the end. Mm. Yeah. Really spices up hairdresser for a guy. I've never my, been to
0: Italy, but people must one? be walking around. One? No, I, my, mine, mine is Taylor. It's a woman. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, she's the best.
3: All right. Yeah. You know what, though? The upside of the woman hairdresser is the head massage. They go longer. Okay. The dude, you this go is, in with a guy. This probably like, why
0: mine feels a little business. more
3: ASMR-y. Yeah, it's all business with wow. the guys. You got a guy hairdresser. They wash your hair. It's like, one, two, three, done. <laughs> get out. Get up. Female hairdresser, they're taking your time. Massage the scalp. You can, like, smell the eucalyptus or whatever in the place. Oh, the warm towel oh, before the straight yeah. razor shave? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nice. That's nice, Blake. See, you know what? Rob. And
0: I and you you obviously don't know you can obviously see I do not get much of my face mm-hmm. straight razored yeah but that those couple seconds
3: Yo, I ruined your guy show eh no People no no I, I
0: was gonna say like <laughs> I no honestly Michael Grange having a phone from 1994
3: mm. uh, <laughs> Grange will do that sometimes dude it's two straight times for Grangeies again yeah. if
0: you include
1: Will show. well
0: okay. yeah Grange
3: will do that sometimes he'll show up and be like are you calling from a waketake <laughs> 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 that thing going on anyways I yeah. think
1: we've exhausted the hair talk but maybe All not right. who, who knows. You guys want Uh, to do sports? Stay tuned and and find out what we talk (laughs) about next. Is that J.D. Bunkus uh, continues in studio. Fan drive time. Sportsnet 590 The Fan.
3: Big opinions and in-depth conversations covering the Leafs, Jays, Raptors, and the NFL. The J.D. Bunkus Podcast. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Sportsnet 590 The Fan, Ben Ennis, Blake Murphy, and in studio, J.D. Bunkus of the J.D. Bunkus Podcast, who my eldest son today said uh, swears a lot. He noted that you swear a lot. And it's it's, a, not good. it's a miracle that my I've never once yeah. heard my eldest child utter a swear.
3: Like of any I think you know what, any any degree. Degree. what's happening here, though, is that when... You pick up the phone in the car and he's in there? Yeah, that happens. You always say, don't swear. Yeah, and you always do. No, I maybe won every once in a while. I've Every got- single you're time. You're going to say that I haven't gotten way better at it? No, I'm not. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> Horrible. So actually, you know what? If I'm... Now I'm double because you Jeopardy. go into you no. go into
1: your fugue state where you don't even no. know where you are and you're talking no. to yourself and like I just happen to be listening on the other end. Now of the Now I'm Ashley
3: Judd in W Jeopardy where it's like I'll shoot you on a boat, Tommy Lee because <laughs> there's no point in me like I I can actually no it's not Tommy Lee she kills it's that guy from the '90s movies that was like always the you bad can't husband. call
1: Tommy Lee Jones Tommy Lee because that's Tommy right. Lee Sorry,
3: I apologize. Yeah. I do. I was wrong there, but yes. Um, now if I'm not going to get credit, I'll just swear on the phone. I think he's being like. Gas little by you saying I swear all the time, and he's not hearing true. that. Well, then why is he saying the part you say but not the things I say, which is the because swears? Because
1: I've explained what swearing is to him, and yeah. I'm like, this is a word, and,
0: oh, like, so it does well have behaved. utility.
3: No, it has, Blake? like... What did, You're a smart guy. What do you think is happening here?
0: Oh, I I think... I, I would, like... I hate doing this, but agree I'm going to me. explain why. No, oh. I'm going to agree with oh. Ben
3: because
1: I've you hate been, doing that. I am <laughs>
0: yeah, I, do. I, I am
1: it. also the hey, oh
0: yeah, the guy without kids in his 30s yeah. in my group of friends and yeah. I've absolutely accidentally dropped F-bombs on FaceTime yeah. with a friend when they were like two seconds before I was saying hi to their daughters on FaceTime. Yeah, right. And then I can the second a kid is not visible to me, I yeah. forget the kids exist. Exactly. And I yeah. go right back and I just switch in and out of it. Um, like I know if I can see them, I won't swear in front of them. Yeah. But yeah, once, once
3: they're out of frame, I will be the one who teaches his boys about swearing. I've already bought them He knows guns. about...
1: Yeah, he, I, I'm
3: going to be the one that, that Ben's going to... The first time I
0: meet them, Ben's going to be like, how do these kids get so into wrestling? And yeah. now they just constantly, like, play fight. No, well, dude,
3: that's the thing. You are, you are already a cool uncle. Like, Blake yeah. is already a cool uncle. Oh,
0: first mini sticks for Christmas? Yeah, like, I, I get to best. be that
3: for Ben's kids. Although I didn't bring them anything today, which makes me feel bad now all of a Whoops. sudden. Are yeah. you going
0: to Ben's after? Yeah. Is that what you're in here? For?
3: I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna. bring them, like, oh, we're going to have to stop for candy or something. You, well, this is what happened. Last I, time I, I brought them cookies. And I, it was stupid, though, because I brought them Toronto, like, luxury cookies. Like Craig's. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we're not giving away names, And I felt sorry. so dumb where I was like, oh, here you go. And they were like, this is any type of same sugar for us. We would have much preferred Oreos. Dude, this is why. I could have bought you a whole box of them for one of the prices. This, this is
0: my gourmet cookie take. It's yeah. like any time... Like, if someone gets them to me, gets them for me as a gift or something like that, whatever, or I would bring them to an event or something, but you, like, my last $5 to my head, am I getting one really fancy cookie or, like, an entire bag of...
3: Cookies? Well, what? See, which I just go and further? get the. I spent the forty dollars and well, get. Well, I the, said
1: last five dollars
0: to my
3: last, head. Oh, last five dollars? Then you got to go. You've cheat. been
1: in that instance? Yeah. Down <laughs> <yeah. laughs> to last five oh, dollars.
0: I have been. I got through most of university. I with like your last five
3: dollars. Th- you're like cookies. cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this is this is a part of the United States
0: obesity epidemic. Yeah. Is yeah. that? less healthy foods are more calorie per dollar efficient Dude, do you, you know
3: get... 20% of kids in the states now yeah obese and
0: i'm telling you it's related to Eating the cookies. wealth inequality because yeah. Yeah, if course. you have
1: 5 bucks you can get like you can a bite of celery filled. or yeah. a king size
3: bag of chips buddy i oh, yeah.
1: i i go grocery shopping for a family of 4 and that ain't that the truth man it is. Uh, so you're
0: saying chips oh, for dinner.
3: Yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah. And Hell it's,
0: yeah. it's uh, I don't know. I posted a meme on my Instagram the, the other week that was like, if you see someone stealing food because they're hungry, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah. Been been not quite there, but like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. All
0: right. Been in, some, no, you've been in a tough All spot right. before. yeah. <laughs>
1: was, I have no pivot from that. I was going to no. say, that's just, I feel sad now. I was yeah. like, <laughs> damn. All right. Um, let's laugh at Kyrie Irving for a bit because mm. he wants out. Um, this broke after your program, so you're not going to have until Monday to talk about this. Yeah. So, this is a gift to you, really. I did a, and th- I
3: did a fake Kyrie trade for.
1: Oh, you
0: did?
3: Blake. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's so, sorry, though. let
1: me reset the table here for
0: anyone who's just tuning in or, or whatever. Um, so, Kyrie. Per Shams, and then everyone else requested a trade today, demanded a trade even. Um, The reporting later coming out that, well, first of all, we knew already that Kyrie was offered an extension, the same one that KD signed back in 2021. He declined. Um, Obviously, there have been times where that relationship has been frayed. He's been suspended. He's lost money, all that stuff. Uh, Allegedly, Kyrie Irving's camp wanted that max extension recently. And according to reporting from Chris Haynes, the Nets, we knew that the Nets put qualifiers on there. Shams had reported that the final year maybe wasn't potentially f- fully guaranteed. And Kyrie's can't push back on that. Chris Haynes reported that it was tied to um, whether the Raptor, or the Raptors, whether the Nets won a championship during the life of the contract. Um, now Chris Haynes is saying that the issue isn't about money and, quote, he wouldn't even stay if offered a full max contract. So that's where we're at right now. It's gotten so bad so quickly that... Kyrie wants out and wouldn't even stay if they gave him everything he was asking for.
3: Yeah, that's the perfect thing for KD, though, right? He's just like, thanks, man. Now, like, we might trade you and get a shot. Okay, so you want my fake trade? Mm -hmm. That involves Raptors?
0: Yes. So, okay, so I tasked JD with... JD had, and I was literally writing this part of the trade mailbag, JD, when the news Mm -hmm. came down today... In the process of giving you the credit of, yes, Gary and Fred for Russ and the two deep future firsts has been something you've thrown out there all year long. Uh, What I tasked JD with coming in was figure out a Kyrie to the Lakers – trade that involves the Raptors his favorite fake trade under that scenario and there are a lot of them I laid one out earlier curious what you got for us JD well
3: it's the same um it's the exa- Did you hear the one I laid out earlier no I'm saying I it's- guarantee yours doesn't have Wendy and Gabriel in it no it doesn't I'm saying it's basically the exact same premise except for now instead of Fred and Gary Trent going to the Lakers they go to the Nets yeah. which is actually shocking like I don't know if it's a better fit because the Nets still have like Patty Mills and Joe Harris, and they've got a bunch of guys who can but shoot. But it's Katie and Simmons and uh, yeah. all the shooting in the world. Right, exactly. I-, I think that the move for the Raptors here, if you want to get involved, is you only ask for one of the Lakers' future first. Because I don't think that the Lakers want to give up two. Look look at the Lakers' position in this now, mm-hmm. Right. They're not moving both of those future first round picks to get off of the Rust contract, I don't think, for anybody. They probably feel like, hey, we're gonna get Kyrie in the offseason now, basically, anyways. Sure. So why are we gonna like do the lamel L- or sorry, the Carmelo Anthony thing of just like give up all of our assets when we could just like wait for the Rust thing and then retool next year? But if they do want to get two kicks at the can, maybe they offer one of them. What do they have? Twenty twenty three Blake? Twenty twenty seven is the earliest. Earliest one. Okay. That, geez, that's far away. Anyways, yeah. but if you're the Raptors too, it's like you're not really so stoked on only getting a 2027 pick for these guys. So you're saying, like, well, no, we're not giving you Gary and Fred for those two. Maybe you do a Gary trade around that. Like, that actually would be something that maybe the Lakers do. But because you can. How put,
1: do you get to the salary then of, of the Well, West that's Westbrook, actually tricky because they moved
3: Kendrick Nunn already, and he mm-hmm. was kind of the contract that they had to do in that trade. So in this deal, the Lakers receive Kyrie Irving and Chris Boucher. Mm hmm. So they're like, we got more shooting, and now we got a big energy guy that can come in off the bench, give us some like regular season minutes, help us get to the playoffs. They give up their 2027 pick, and the Nets give up. My guy Cam Thomas goes to the Raptors. They get some shooting. They get somebody with like some confidence that can just like fill for them. Maybe he's a something I'm not... Particularly crazy about him, but he can score. Like he can have his kind of flashes, nice little bench Plus, scoring he need bodies. Yeah, you need bodies. He's just like a bench scoring guy. The Raptors take on the Russell Westbrook contract immediately. How? What is it? How? What, how does it affect him? They just buy him out. It doesn't exactly. So they just buy him like out.
0: Like they're below the tax, and even if they take back, like they've got four and a half million in wiggle room under the tax, and then if you bought him out, you could get a little
3: extra, but you don't really need. Because it. realistically, just, he's, he's never going to play here anyways. Like that's never going to happen. He's not going to. He's. Not I would love up. it. yeah, it would be great to see him in a Raptors uniform and he'd be perfect for the tank because all he would do is take a million shots every night.
0: He'd be be a buyout and join a contender to stick it to the Lakers. Exactly,
3: But the Raptors only end up with one body and that's Cam Thomas, but they get this year's 76ers pick, which the Nets own. So you get at least one Mm -hmm. draft pick in the now, and then you get that Lakers lottery ticket in the future, plus Cam Thomas, and then maybe whatever, a second round or two from one of these organizations. But ultimately, like... I actually think that's the best the Raptors could do for Gary Trent and for Fred Van Vliet. Like so, the idea that they're gonna get like multiple firsts for those guys, basic, like I've done weeks and weeks and weeks of shows and soliciting information. I know Blake's done the exact same thing. You know, you guys are having on insiders <laughs> too. And like the general consensus that I keep getting back is that like Gary Trent might not net back as much as we think. It mm. could be maybe some crappy first-round pick. I would even I would even guess that it'd be hard to get one in this year's draft. Like that's just again reading the tea leaves kind of thing. You could the Knicks have four, but three of them are heavily protected. That's it. You could get one of those. You could get one of those. Maybe it's rolling over. But no
0: one is giving you anything that isn't top three protected. No, at least
3: exactly. And then same thing with Fred is like the market for him just doesn't appear to be abundant right now. There's just the teams that fit for him don't really own their picks, and there's just. That like- the tough one with
0: Fred or sorry, not the tough one, but the one thing where Fred gets really interesting is so if you sign and trade for Fred in the offseason, mm-hmm. you are hard capped for the year. If there's a tax team or a close to tax team that wants Fred long term, you can't do it through sign and trade in the summer and you probably can't get the cap space. So you got to do the work now like the Clippers, for example, could only acquire Fred right
3: now. Yeah. Mm. Um, but-, but really, realistically, it's going to be either the sons or the Magic in the offseason that, like, get something done with Fred. Like, the Clippers are not the off- weren't the offseason team anyway.
0: No, but if they want to jump the yeah, market. It's and- got to be now. So- but
3: that's the thing is, like, the Clippers, if you're trying to get in on a negotiation, right, for Fred Van Vliet right now, what are you off in the Raptors? You're being like, we'll give you Robert Covington, Terrence Mann, and some future maybe pick that yeah. we don't even, like, it's just... If yeah, you're the Yeah, 2028
0: 20, is the first pick they can give.
3: And and I got to think if you're Masai, if you got I I always debate with people whether or not this is a real thing, but I would imagine if you're Masai Jerry and Bobby Webster, you're not exactly thrilled at the idea of helping facilitate the Clippers get a championship. No, sure. Like that has, there's got to be at least a little bit of pride there where you go, hell no. If you guys are getting Fred, you're giving us something that is crazy mm-hmm. and you don't have a crazy package to put together. So ultimately like this isn't going to happen. OK,
0: so the trade that you just laid out, I want to I yeah. want to run it by you from a, a different standpoint, just because this yeah. is this is how I always do the sanity check. Right. Like you play I also around like
3: getting off the Chris Boucher contract. I should say that that has value to me.
0: Yeah. Would you. So my when I was going through this, if it was only one pick instead of Boucher outbound, yeah. it was Kem and Otto.
3: Oh, yeah, well, that'd be nice.
0: The Lakers would like that less, but Otto could be a really valuable piece for them next year. Yeah. Um, Where they might balk is, like, they could... I mean, if they sign Kyrie, there's the cap space anyway, so... See, my um,
3: thinking there was just that adding Chris Boucher is actually the added incentive for the Lakers to be like listen now we're getting two guys that can play for us we're not just going to wait on Kyrie exactly like they need pieces they need guys so
0: okay so from the Lakers perspective Mm -hmm. this has Russell Westbrook outbound Um, Mm -hmm. I included Wendy and Gabriel just because it lowers their tax bill and they won't need him if they're getting Chris Boucher I know who
3: that is but this is I'm pulling a shack here I'm like young man I'm not familiar with it's
0: (laughs) it's it's just I like Wendy and Gabriel but it's just a money thing of like the Lakers are going to have to waive someone and, and
3: this way the Raptors get a roster
0: play instead. Um so Russell Westbrook Wendy and Gabriel the 2027 first round pick unprotected for Kyrie Irving and Chris Boucher. That's a yes for the Lakers.
3: Oh, you had Chris Boucher as well.
0: No, I'm I did yours. I just oh, okay, it threw through yeah. mm-hmm. and Gabriel in it for the tax purposes. Yeah,
3: okay. It's so see, what are like you doing
0: that. if you're the Raptors then? This Hang, hang on. Okay. I, I want to go through the the three things to make sure that like we're we're spot checking this right, thing. Yeah. So from the Lakers side, no objections there?
3: No. no.
1: So from
0: the Nets side of this, you get Fred VanVleet and Gary Trent Jr.,
3: which is awesome. For
0: Kyrie Irving, Cam Thomas, and the, the, sec, the second best of the Sixers, the Rockets, or their own pick this year. That's the way the protections work on yes. that one. But a, a first round pick that will probably be late-ish in the first round.
3: Yeah, probably somewhere in the like mid-20s. So Kyrie, a first Cam Thomas
0: for Fred VanVleet and Gary Trent Jr.
3: Yeah.
0: Any yeah. objections? No. And then from the Raptors' side, you lose Fred, Gary, and Boucher. Yeah, You take back Russ and then buy him out or whatever. Yet, Wenyan Gabriel, whatever. Cam Thomas, the 2027 first-round pick unprotected. And the 2023 first that's probably in the the early 20s. 20s. Yeah. So, does that feel
3: like enough for Fred, Gary, and Boucher? Okay, I know it doesn't. I know that it doesn't feel good enough for those guys. But I'm just saying that the only market that there appears to be for Gary Trent Mm -hmm. is a lot of teams that view him as a rental. And that the teams that are going to resign him are going to be factoring in the price of having to give him that money next year. And that they're not going to be just thrilled about giving up massive assets. Like I did fake Knicks trades when I was thinking about Gary Trent. And I kept going through it being like, why would they give up quickly for Gary Trent? Like, why would they give up even Grimes for Gary Trent? So it's like, I just don't see it's, it's such a weird thing because every team needs shooting and every team wants shooting in depth around this time of year. And normally you'd think like, hey, bring in this mercenary guy who's played in playoff games before and hit big shots. I just, I don't think that an organization could sit down and justify giving up like a meaningful future asset for a couple months of Gary Trent who might be coming off your bench probably in an ideal situation playing what, like 25 minutes a night in the playoffs? Like, I, I just don't see it.
1: So let's let's play out the the Raptors facilitating this this trade of Kyrie to the Lakers. So they're... Minus Fred Van Vliet. they're minus Gary Trent Jr., they're and minus Chris Boucher, yeah. they're plus a couple of draft picks. One is is pretty immediate, it's in the upcoming draft, and one is future-future, but the most valuable for any team that is looking down
3: the road. But that's it. That thing might end up, like, those are the kind of picks where, you know, you project out what the Lakers could be. And it's like, it's not like the Lakers are good every single year, mm-hmm. right? Like, even in seasons they've had LeBron now, there's been two Bad seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, he's there now for what was his extension? Until what year? LeBron? Yeah. Uh,
0: he can, it's through next year, and then I believe it's a player option after that. I I'd Okay, have to I
3: thought it was a three-year extension for LeBron. So it's like, all of a sudden, you're taking it to 2026. LeBron is done at that point. AD is done at that no, point. No, it's a good
1: pick. I'm just like, wondering, where are the Raptors, right? Like, is this, and then are you also looking to offload OG? Or are you building no, now around offload, this core? No, no, no,
3: you're offloading OG 100 so this,
1: this And in that instance, are you not visiting a Pascal Siakam trade in the offseason. In the offseason,
3: well. you are. And okay, that's so why you is... read Blake's next column, because I did the Pascal Siakam trade, yeah, and it's perfect.
0: It'll be uh, it'll be out, I think, on Monday. By the way, Dylan Brooks just got suspended. Yeah, Never you heard. can't punch people
3: in the nuts. Yeah, it's it just, not allowed. It just came down. He I got, thought you were about to say Dylan Brooks just got traded, no. and I was like, please. No. He, cool. he got
0: one game, and Donovan Mitchell got a 20K fine.
3: Yeah, okay. You can throw a basketball at somebody,
1: but yeah, yeah you can't punch them in the nuts.
3: Yeah, that's probably right. That sounds right. That <laughs> feels that feels fair. I think that's a that passes the fair test.
1: I like s I like establishing the precedent by the way that yeah,
0: you could do it, but it's gonna cost you a game.
3: Listen, I, I just think if you're the Raptors right now, um the only thing I'm afraid of is what I talked about today with Search Zoe on my podcast, which is what is the best way to develop Scotty Barnes? Do you feel like giving him the whole, just you are taking all the shots, you are taking all the workload, you are the face of the franchise immediately, that that is going to be what's best for his development? Because what really did help Scotty last year was being around a bunch of vets and around a lot of good players. and like I made this point point earlier
0: too, that like a big part of why things have clicked for this offense a little more than expected is the Fred-Scotty chemistry.
3: Yeah, exactly. And so... I I understand why people might have some reservations, but for me, I just think that the Raptors are in a unique pivot point where they've got a bunch of guys that clearly don't work together and they can just get a ton of assets back for it. I just also, like, Blake, you probably have a better read on this than just about anybody in the market, but, like, I kind of get the sense that all these, like, cookie crumbs we're getting on Fred VanVleet is, like, he doesn't want to be here anymore anyway. Like he'd Mm -hmm. like to try something else new somewhere else. And like, sure. Can you always repair relationships by saying, here's a bunch of money and here's a bunch of this. But it's like the role that you, that he doesn't love in the first place. Like why would they be coming back and giving him like Scotty Barnes is still here. Siakam would still be here. Those are the guys. Like they're still going to be asking him to be a shooting guard where he doesn't really want to accept. I don't like the idea of paying a guy who's, you know, under six feet tall, like $30 million a season when he can't stay healthy. minutes. I just I don't see I just don't see a fit for the future like to me the the blending of the timelines thing that's a that's a conversation you have about Siakam and Scotty that's not a conversation you have with Fred VanVleet he's got to go
1: I want the best of all worlds I want Wemby so I want this trade to happen and you offload a couple of guys that can be potential free agents and acquire assets that you uh... And I know from the salary perspective, it doesn't work. And then you revisit a Kevin Durant trade in the offseason when it this doesn't work tough. with well, then, with then, the you, yeah, then you have
0: absolutely no pieces to trade for yeah. Katie. But no, you, you also like, like the chances of you doing a double sign and trade for KD with Gary and Fred is also, like, ludicrous. Can
3: I, can I also say, like, okay, there's two things. Like, by the way, just to close out the Nets side of this, mm-hmm. I actually love the idea of the Nets getting Gary, Trent, and Fred VanVleet around yeah, KD. Like, that's a, all it's of a sudden, better team. Yeah, like, all of a sudden, they're kind of, like, a cool team, and they're yeah. happy. And,
0: to- and at least people who try on defense. But maybe,
3: <laughs> maybe I'm actually underestimating, like, what they would give the Raptors. It's just, like, they are so bereft of picks and control that the mm-hmm. only thing I could see them having was what is probably going to end up being Philly's pick this year, and, like, yeah, I just... They, that was the only immediate asset that at least Toronto goes, well, we've got another first in this draft, but from a Toronto standpoint, having Barnes, having Siakam, being able to make that decision in the off season and then having like Toronto's not a free agent destination. I think we pretty much know this by now, but also we've never seen the league stock full of Canadians the way that it's been like this. And, and I do think that there's something to be said about kind of keeping the books open, like, and and potentially trying to convince somebody to come home and play with a Scotty Barnes and try to convince and somebody a to come here. Well, that's the other part of this trade that's awesome for the Raptors, and that's the upside that they have, is, like, there's no faster way to actually tanking than removing Fred VanVleet. Like, you remove Fred, and there's just, like, <laughs> there's no guard play. You're leaning on Malachi Flynn and young Scotty Barnes to be handling a lot of the workload, like, you're going to lose. Well, they've been tanking with Fred, so no, yeah. No, but yes, they've been tanking with Fred, but <laughs> even recently, right, like, they go out on the road sure. and they can win a game, and they're kind of in these ones, and yeah. they're, a, they're a Fred shot from drop and from winning Except a lot of Except that he's
1: ones. playing in the 40th minute, and he misses that shot.
3: No, no question. My <laughs> only point is is that it's like, all of a sudden, if you take Gary Trent and Fred off your roster, like, you you just can't win. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to win any of these games, so... Like, maybe it does get you in a position where you can fall underneath Orlando in the lottery odds, and maybe even you get lucky and catch somebody like Charlotte.
0: Eight-game difference already. I know.
3: It's tough. That's a lot of losses. It's like all of them. I know, Orlando's why,
1: only two and a half, though.
3: I, no, Orlando is the real like yeah, they're to right to there. Get, yeah, you have to try to get under Orlando.
1: And yeah, they're gonna try. They're not gonna shut it down. Like they they well, have the, the They're core. certainly not
0: gonna shut down Paolo. Yeah, yeah no, but and, if, and everything but it, flows the way he flows, right? But don't
3: you guys feel like at this point it's almost a near certainty? It's a near certainty that Gary Trent is traded and so is OG. Yeah, I the, don't the feel OG strongly smoke.
1: about the
3: OG thing. I would bet my life OG gets traded.
1: And if OG is traded, then you are indicating that the Siakam move is probably yeah. to come in the offseason.
3: I but don't know. Like, that's the thing is, like, Blake, again. Like, I, just,
1: I, I don't know what
0: you're getting back for OG that makes you better next year if you intend to be good again next year. Like, and if you don't have three to-
3: first-round picks, which you can move, and you have depth pieces, like, possibly, like, dyson daniels and like sure maybe you end up having there are some Zara really Williams. fun like yeah
0: there are some really fun pelicans ones the the grizzlies it's a little tougher unless you think they want off dylan brooks ahead of free agency i don't think um, that
3: memphis would want to trade dylan brooks i don't though. think like, so he's kind of like still like an attitude player for yeah, them
0: yeah he's like he's not the same player but he's carries that tony allen torch right of just, like this is the grind house.
3: at this point though with og like there's enough smoke there. And honestly, yeah. when Grange did his article where he sat down and was like, I don't want to leave, it's like that was, to me, like conclusive proof that he wants out. <laughs> um,
0: there are some really fun Ananobi Pelicans situations. There's
3: a bidding war for this player. He doesn't have, like, a ton of term on his contract. He might not be happy. In, like The, it, the only reason I don't,
0: I don't feel as strongly as you is that, like, if you're the Raptors, you can revisit it in the summer. Like, you will not. You can't leverage the Raptors in OG talks, quite the same way as you can with Fred and Gary, who could potentially leave and leave you with nothing. The mm-hmm. Ra- you could leverage the Raptors in. Hey, you'll never get an offer this good for OG. Again. But see,
3: that's that's what you can't miss. But out But they
0: can turn around and be like, okay, well, we'll keep them and we'll take a lesser offer a year from now, or we'll extend them. And- but that's
3: crazy. Like if you take less, it's like I'm right now saying, you know you have the certainty of a bidding war for OG and Anobi, where almost every team in the NBA wants to submit an offer. You go in the off-season- who's more de-
1: desperate than the Pelicans right but now? But that's too.
3: it. Is like you go into an off season, Trey Young's going to be available. Like basically know- every. Atlanta Hawks player is going to be available in the offseason. I, like I know just, we're out of time yeah. for
0: this, but I'll show you this after the and, and it'll be in the column on I think it's going up on Monday. But the the like pick one, pick two, pick one scenario with the Pelicans assets in different pools is is like a pretty fun one for Ananobi.
3: Oh I I love They have
0: the Lakers pick, right? Yeah. They have everything.
3: No, yeah. dude, the, the Pelicans and Grizzlies have actually too many picks <laughs> to not do the OG trade and and Masai is going to get offered so many picks and assets that he can't afford not to do the OG trade either. Like All that's right. what it's going to come down to.
1: It's, it's, I can't wait for the next six days. of content.
3: Imagine this is Kyle Lowry 2.0 though. And OG oh, has to get back out please. on the floor and then they trade the off season. <laughs> like, no, I can't have that.
1: All right. Time now for last call brought to you by bet rivers. It's a whole new game. NHL skills competition tonight. Dylan Larkin favored to be the fastest skater. Regain his crown. He is plus 200. Kale McCarr plus three twenty five. Chandler Stevenson, who is an all-star. Yeah. Uh, plus 450. Elias Patterson, uh, plus 155 to win the hardest shot. Alex Ovechkin, plus 275. And Josh Morrissey, plus 400. That was last call brought to you by Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. And no, there are no odds because you cannot bet on the events that have already taken place and were tape recorded during the day. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back on Monday. Fan drive time. Sportsnet 590 The Fan.